Good morning, and welcome to your daily game face. I'm Dr. Kim Lannon, and I'm here with <laughs> exciting Lou Blasey. Choose carefully. <laughs> exciting. <laughs> I wasn't sure what the word was I was going to use. I have them all run through my head, and if I'm a little, I'm a little disheveled right now because it's freezing in the studio. I have a jacket on. I'm taking the jacket off because I know I'm going to change, and so here I am. And now the jacket's on the floor, and so yeah. So if you're watching, you can see the melee that's happening so what is it what is it with t women and temperature regulation why does it have to be a woman thing because it's a woman thing. Oh, God. well because speaking of women things yes yeah i am very excited because this was an exciting weekend mm -hmm. given that i'm in sports psych yes and seeing that you know the the tampa bay patriots played this weekend <laughs> very well yeah <laughs> and that's so you're rooting for tom and reveling in tom? well of course i mean i you know I, if I'm running for the New England Patriots team and I do the work, you know, so I might have a little, you know, connection there a little yeah. bit to their. Well, yeah. But yeah, I but love Tom. Friend, and I love Tom and Rob. And, a, I, and I love Patrick Mahomes, too. As a friend put it uh, earlier in Super Bowl week, it's like, it's like going to your ex-girlfriend's wedding. Oh. It's like, well, yeah, you wanted to be happy, but you wouldn't mind if the cake hit the floor either. I think it's a good thing. But yeah. that wasn't my point, though. Yes. But it was an exciting weekend because obviously it was a great game, I thought. Mm -hmm. But... Talk about a very cool thing in sports right now is that women are starting to break glass ceilings that were never there before. So Sarah Thomas, for people that don't know her name, she was the official on the field and the first female official for the Super Bowl yep. ever. And she's super talented. She never played football, and I don't know if you know anything about her, but she's a five-time um, five lettered uh, softball, high-end softball athlete. She played basketball. She's done all kinds of sports that she's been really successful at. She has a great family, um, and she's been coming up the ranks in college football and, you know, kind of getting her feet wet and networking in and doing what everybody else does to get to the top of the crop. And she did, and she did, a, I think she did a great job. She made I was a big offside so, call. You what? She made a big offside call. Yeah. Yeah. And she, and, and she got lots of criticism, which... For being female, of course. So, and she. Oh, for being female? No. <laughs> oh, you didn't watch social media? Come on now. No. Oh my gosh. So, you know. See, what's the problem? Don't you, don't you come back and say, see, what's the point? No, no. What's, what's the problem with me here? Because I, there was a few years ago when I was doing sports talk radio. Yeah. And there was a Super Bowl, and I forget which Super Bowl it was, but it had, it was the first time they had two black quarterbacks starting. Oh, yeah. I remember that. And I was doing the show, and I got roasted. By a caller for not mentioning there were two black quarterbacks starting, I said, it doesn't matter to me. I, just something that never crossed my mind. And it never crossed my mind. She's there. She made it. She's a female official. And she's, right. She's just an official. Right. So so for me, it would just be that. But because yeah. it's such a big deal yeah. for so many people, and that's why I brought it up, it's a big deal for women, obviously, because it's been very... You know, it, you want to call it a stigma or you want to call it like, you know, the the boys club or whatever. I mean, people, you know, I mean, it's just like if men wanted to officiate something else that women yeah. do. I mean, certainly the crossover, but this is a big deal because it's kind of very new. Not in the, in the you know, the lower ranks of, of football or other sports. There's certainly different, you know, men yeah. in certain things and women in certain things. But this is a big deal. So I was just, I was very proud of her for doing it because she's a very accomplished woman and person and then she's super strong and she really was able to hit well with the big boys giving her a lot of hard time so and that's and that's a big deal in terms of sports psych and you watch like you know just the ability for her to manage the the yeah. all boys network and that's really hard and as a guy you probably don't know the same things like in that way because you don't experience it in no. the way but i've been in that position many times so this was a big deal in that way and i i was very proud to say that she doesn't she doesn't engage in any of that stuff that the social media or anybody's talking about like oh you know it's because you know there are people doing very disparaging comments that I won't even go yeah. and entertain but just because she's a girl and she's a woman and all these things and the bottom a few good line memes is, came out of it though what a few good memes came out of it uh, a few good memes came out of it right <laughs> and that would be with anybody yeah. too so right. it's but it's really the fact that what a great moment for just kind of breaking that ceiling open for other women and other other people to do other things in general, both men and women. But it was just a really yep. progress for it, and I thought it was fantastic. So that's um, great. But I flipped the switch right away. And they, lo I and mean, they loved it. At the beginning her. of the year, it was like yeah, female official. It's like yeah, great. And then two or three weeks in, she's an official. 
You right. know, I'm not even thinking about it anymore. Right. And I think most people have that, but you have, yeah. you know, of course you have the other side. So, and I always have to do both sides or all five sides or whatever they are. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be, but I think it was a really great thing. And so I was excited about it. And I want to make sure I shout it out to Sarah Thomas for doing a fantastic job and being a great role model for um, young women who want to do things that feel that they can't. And, and, you know, and that's also for boys too, that feel like they can't because they're a boy. So it's certainly equal on both sides, just in different ways. Um, but this was a good thing. So I was very happy to bring that up. Okay. So moving along. Yes. So <laughs> it's Valentine's day this weekend. Oh God, and so yes. the yeah. thing, you know, it's week by week of what's on people's minds. So the last week and a half coming in and like, we didn't talk about last week, but you know, people are talking about, <laughs> loneliness and Valentine's Day and resentment and exes and all this stuff. So I thought I was like, I, I always have known a story or two about like where Valentine's comes from. Mm -hmm. And I, I found it entertaining too, because I was telling a couple of clients this. So I just wanted to quickly, I'm going to read this off. It's an yeah. NPR thing, but it's really quick. It's so from February, this is the origins of it. So it's very dark. Like, you know, we've got this like yes. hallmarky lovey-dovey, everyone go out and spend $150 on 12 roses when... By the way, last week they were $10 at Super Stop and Shop. Yep. But, you know, and all the chocolates and the dinners and all that stuff. But if you really want to look at where it came from, <laughs> so from February 13th to 15th, the Romans, of course, the Romans, right? The crazy Romans, um, <laughs> celebrated the Feast yeah, of Lupercalia. People. Do you yep. know what Lupercalia is? I'm guessing it's a place. Uh, um, I'm not sure, actually. Yep. But it's, I think it's, I want to say it was a person. But I didn't look that part up, so somebody out there is listening. Lupercalia. The, okay, so the men sacrificed a goat and a dog, Lou, then whipped women with the hides of the animals that they had just killed, and then the brutal fete included a matchmaking lottery where young men drew the names from women from a jar, and the couple would then be coupled up for the duration of the festival if the match was right. And that's where the ancient Romans came up with the lovemaking, matchmaking, Valentine's Day. Oh, I see. <laughs> so when you're all out there thinking about that, so that's, so that's one story that's very popular about how Valentine's came. I was always told a different story that was, had a little bit more about St. Valentine's and yeah. he was, he Wasn't was he put, imprisoned. And he was he imprisoned was and then or? Valentine's actually aren't red. They're actually green because the dove, the beautiful dove came and took his messages back on, on, um, what was sort of heart-shaped, now known as, like, the poplar tree. I think it was the poplar tree that they're the green leaves, obviously, and he would write notes, oh. and the, the dove would take them off to wherever. <laughs> and then what? So, so the green leaves became the red hearts and so on and so forth, but it had that, it had that meaning. But when I looked up, the meaning of St. Valentine's, and that actually is what comes up now and all these things about it, it goes mm. way back into the Roman times of it being... This is very so. So Saint Valentine can't wait was, to was go out a, and spend time, you know, picking, getting my name picked from a jar. <laughs> so Saint Valentine was a prison pen pal, is what we're talking. Yes. about. Yes. Yeah. So and there was right exactly. So there was all these. Yeah. It was interesting. So there's lots of different stories, but they always come back to, in at least in the research I've done over the years, including the one with Saint Valentine's, which ended up in like a death and execution and all these other terrible things. Yeah. Is that it's always these dark terrible horrific brutal right you know crypt like things yeah. so instead of it being like we've turned it into hallmark yeah love and cupid and beautiful <laughs> stuff so you know so i can understand why people so i i tell clients this who are struggling with it because it gets a good laugh because it kind of gives them that yep. validation that oh say it's really terrible right yeah <laughs> so why bother celebrating but also about the fact that um and maybe it's because I've gotten older this year. It's, I don't, I don't, I don't like red roses. I don't want red roses. I don't like all that stuff. And I also don't like going out and being told that I can only order off a menu that's now $200 more than it would have been yesterday or tomorrow. Right. Yeah. And I can only order three items that I don't want anyway. <laughs> but it's really great if people aren't um, upset about it. That There's lots of different really cool ways to celebrate just having 
you know, good relationship. We're having fun. And so I've been encouraging people like, you know, it's supposed to snow again up here in Massachusetts yeah. on Sunday. We're supposed to get another eight inches for people that are around the country and a couple of people that are in, out of the country listening to this. We've gotten in the past two weeks, what, 28 inches of snow, roughly? Thereabouts, Almost yeah. 30 inches of snow, and we're buried. My driveway looks like a mountain. Yep. <laughs> so, getting to look like 2015 here. Right, exactly. Yeah. So every weekend we're getting, like, snow. But um, so fun things to do because, one, we're still in pandemic, and people are stuck inside. A lot of people are still staying inside. But there's lots of places that have opened up for the weekend. I did some research that, like, they're doing um, socially distanced uh, sledding. Right. You can go and you can also there's a lot of places that have gone into they've built rinks for outdoor skating for this for this winter. So you can do that. You know, a lot of places are still open for indoor skating. What I found, though, because I have friends that are in the skating world and do it, as you know, so the it's harder to get those times on skate time inside. So, you know, if you're if you like those kinds of things, certainly do that. Um, there's some beautiful areas that you can go hiking. Um, I had a couple that I had to go out for a hike last week and they brought like a picnic and they did this whole thing like along a river. Very pretty. So there's other ways to really do things. Now, if you're alone, which is... How old is that couple? What? How old is that couple? Um, It's going to sit in the snow and have a picnic? They are like, I think they're 48 and 49. Yeah. Good for them. Yeah. But they like the outdoors and like yeah. they like doing like snowshoeing and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, I, maybe 50, 50, okay. 51. Um, so, but for people that are, it's usually for people that are alone. That's the big yeah. complaint is like, I'm alone. I hate Valentine's Day. So it's just another day, kind of yep. like the Christmas thing or Thanksgiving or whatever. But, you know, you can, you can always do something nice for someone else. So... I say, go ahead and do something nice. Be compassionate, kind, loving. Yep. You know, make someone else smile. It's just another day, so you're going to do that hopefully anyway. So why treat it as like something you're missing out on and being like, oh, I don't have a partner, I don't have someone to right. be with. It's really, it's just a day that marks couples. It's like Mother's Day, Father's Day, you know, Grandparents Day, yep. whatever. It's just a day. So if you don't have someone in your life where you feel like you're sad about it, first of all, we don't want to isolate more because. Unfortunately, the statistics are that 29% of people that isolate more and more become more prone to coronary heart disease and cardiac arrest. Bad thing. And also, the more you isolate and the less you have communication, it doesn't mean you have to have a relationship with someone, but the the less connected you are as you get older, you're more likely, up to 64% more likely to get dementia. Mm. And that makes sense because you don't have the back and forth interpersonal connection. So... Here you are, like, in pandemic time, and there's a lot of people that are still really hunkered down. Yep. Um, I'm encouraging people to get outside. You can get outside. You can be around people at socially distanced. People are doing it more and more, and they're doing the right thing. Just go out and get around people to communicate or make yep. someone smile. Even if you have to go to the grocery store and just pass someone and say, hey, good, you know, have a great day, um, so that you don't feel yep. like you're being... You know, I always tell people you're not really missing out on Valentine's Day. It's really no. not. It's like, but people put so much into it. You go into a Hallmark store. God love, I love Hallmark and paper stores. But, you know, you go into the grocery stores. Everything's, you know, balloons and hearts and love and chocolates. And, you know, it kind of goes against all the healthy <laughs> health and wellness things that we're trying to get everyone to do. It's like, do not sit down and eat a whole box of chocolates. That's not good for you. Plus, it's a, it's a pressure holiday for guys. It's what? It's a pressure holiday yes. for guys. Yes. So it's like a little, I always think of it as like a little mini Christmas. Yeah. You have to like get a gift and you have to get all these things and you have to plan. And, eh, you know, it's like, why not just like chill out and make a nice lunch or make a nice dinner and, who you know, do something that's, you don't have to go over the top. And people put so much pressure on themselves because it's this day that's marked on the calendar. Right. So. Yep. Just another day, right? It is. Yeah. It is. And you can and you can mark any day as a special day. Like why, you know, what's the difference between Saturday, Sunday, and Monday? Right. Still Sunday. Why shouldn't your mood be that much different on, you know, if you're alone and you're battling with it on Valentine's Day, why should your mood be so much different on that day? It's nothing, the circumstances haven't really changed. Right. It's just a matter of you focusing on it, which is something you should be trying to put a rein on, trying to understand how to control that. Right. Well, because it's like the highlight. And we talked about this last week, too, is like when you all of a sudden have something right in your purview, it becomes 
ever so much more present and then you're focusing, 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 and that's really stressful for people. And, and again, just a reminder, if you can't think of anything else, it's just about, it's just another day. It's Sunday, Sunday. Yep. That's all it is. And so I'm noticing we have a lot of comments and I can't read them because, you know, I'm blind as a bat, um, but I can see people's names. Hey, good morning, Joe and Matt. Yeah. I can see Joe and Matt. I have Matt no idea Matt was referring to the uh, Valentine's Day massacre in Chicago. Oh, now yeah. the dark chapter of the yes Valentine's Day. Valentine's Day, right? Yeah, right. Um, yes, it's uh, see. So everyone has some interesting stories. Um, uh, I'm just I'm just trying to read because I'm straining because you know me. I'm old now. Yeah, Matt talks about the meme of uh, her taking to Belichick and being talking to Belichick and him being frustrated with the caption Brady the Gronk for a TD in Super Bowl was funny. <laughs> that came from earlier in the season. Yeah. What Bill had his. And in a way, that was kind of. I, I remember thinking at the time, in a way, that was kind of good because Bill was just dealing with her like an official. Right. You know? And right. That, that's exactly what you wanted, right? Yeah. I mean, that's. Ex I mean, why should it be any different? I mean, I don't know the specifics of what the exchange was, but. Yes. He was dealing with her like she was just an official. If right. She is an official. She is an official. Yeah. And, right. So it shouldn't, it shouldn't be any different. And that's the thing is like. And. It's it shouldn't change anything. I mean, if you're going to be doing any job, it should be the same, no matter what. Yep. But that's part of that that glass ceiling break. You know, going away from Valentine's for a second, just to answer that is, you know, because being in the field that I'm in, I have a lot of times when I see, particularly when I'm working with veterans, men, and this isn't anything about them as men. It's more that because veterans typically are men, when they're talking, they oftentimes won't tell me certain things or initially be, and they'll come out and say, you know, maybe three, four sessions or 10 sessions in like, I, I know you're my doctor, but yep. you're a girl and I don't know. And, and I'm like, listen, yep. I, I have heard so much crap that <laughs> it won't surprise me and it won't bother me, but people, you know, because, because men are much more about the protectors in that way. So there's that piece that comes with the female male role so i think that that also translates into lots of other places you know that well you know i have to respect that well yeah but you're also in a doctor's office so it's okay to talk about those things or it's okay to talk about those things or say certain things on the field because that's this is how the game rolls so going back to that meme or going back to that incident when the, i mean i saw her this weekend talking with Patrick Mahomes a couple of times, like, and I, I couldn't tell, but there was definitely banter there yep. and a couple other people that she was with. And you could just see, she just rolls with it. Just like any other official. It's not, it doesn't matter that she's female. It, it, you know, people are just going to do what they're going to do. Yeah. With the so. veterans though. And I, let me be sexist here. You what? <laughs> let me be sexist here again. Oh, good. Thank God. With, we're going to have that. With your veterans talking to you and, and sometimes being reluctant, it, it might, there might be protection in some of it, but some of it is with, uh, when you're talking with women, they have there's a wider vi variance in response from women than men. If you get in a group of men, chances are you know how something's going to land. Right. With them, with women, you are fine. They might give you something that's particularly graphic or particular. You know, right. That was in their background. You're obviously going to find, but they don't they don't know that until the first exchange actually happens. Right. And they see your reaction, and the potential is that another woman it might land for her completely differently. Well, and so, yes. Although given, like like the official, given her profession, you have to expect she's going to react a certain way. And you as a, you know, as In my, a therapist, right. you've got to figure you're going to react a certain well, way. Well, and that's the thing. is So yeah. usually what, to break that exact piece is usually when there's that hesitation, I usually say, let me tell you something like that I know and so that you already know that I, I can handle this. So I usually yeah. tell a story that I've already heard that's yep. got some, you know, and I ask them, is it going to be graphic? Is it something that's like repulsive? Is it something rude? And usually they'll say, well, you know, this or that. And then I tell them, they're like, oh. And then they're like, okay, so I yep. can tell you. So, you know, it's even like, you know, sometimes not saying certain like body parts, like men won't say like penis in front of me. Like who's who cares? Yep. It's like, it's just a body part. But it's that stigma of the socialized thing of like, you don't do that and you don't do that in front of a woman. And, and I'm like, it's just body parts. So it's about breaking down that barrier that you can just say it as long as you're not being rude. And, and that's just in any conversation any day. Right. Like, don't be rude. Don't be disrespectful. And, and so, but by the same token, even this discussion about the official, there are women who consider it rude if you don't acknowledge it. Like, for example, if I'm 
if I'm dealing with it the way I am, it's the end of the football season. She's been officiating all year. Right. She's just an official. Right. And, and I'm not trying to diminish anything, right. but that's where I've gotten with her. She's right. just an official. And there are, are people who will demand that you acknowledge first woman official and, you know, acknowledge that she's a female official. And I guess I thought the goal was to just treat her as an official. So the goal is to treat her as an official. I think in this case, I certainly am just speaking for just kind of where I come from, is that I don't think a lot of people realized that she, I mean, unless you're following like we do because yeah. we're in the field, you know, I don't think a lot of people realize she was official all year. Like, I don't think people realize that she had the history, which is why I presented it today, that this isn't like she just showed up and like, I'm going to do the Super Bowl and like her cheerleader outfit. Right, exactly. Yeah. She's been doing this for years. She didn't coming win a contest to get here. College yep. football and coming up to semi-pro and like she's, she's done her dues like any official would. And it just happened to be that she got spotlight because it's the first time it's happened in the Super Bowl. Yep. And then, but you have that automatic slot in your head for many people of like, oh, she just got it. You know, like how'd she get that? She went in a Lottery. Like you, I've heard some of this stuff. Like, oh, you know, you know the crude comments. You know, like, oh, how'd she get that job? Yeah. yeah. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. No, she's earned it because she's come up, and people just didn't realize it. So it's easier to have fun with it and make fun of it and all that stuff because you know we're socialized to be like that. And but the thing is that most people that follow football and we all know yep. she's been doing it for the whole time. Yep. And it just happens to be that. Well, it has to be a first. Right. So this is the first Super Bowl, and she's going to definitely be around now. And they they definitely thought she did a great job. I mean, I've seen multiple interviews. I've seen lots of transcripts on her. And, like, her and the other officials, because you always get those little debriefs, yep. everyone was very satisfied with all the officiating. Can't well, be worse than the 65-year-old lawyers they have running around the field <laughs> every weekend. Right. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, so I, I think that was great. So, yeah. but going back to... Valentine's Day. Yeah. And loneliness. So I, 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 I just am encouraging people to not take it so like a big deal. You know, it's... If you're without relationship. Yeah. If you're, and even if you are in a relationship, I mean, I see people get so upset over... And not men so much, right? But women will get like so upset over not getting acknowledged. Now, I think that it's important to acknowledge someone every day. If you're not acknowledging anyone ever, right. and then on the day that's specified by the nation as the day, you still don't do it, that hurts feelings. So certainly that's a, a you know, but I think that if you're just able to be loving and kind and say, happy Valentine's Day, and, and maybe, you know, bring someone a cup of coffee in bed or, you know, do, you know, do something special like that. It doesn't have to be $150,000 <laughs> present which people like you know where my candies where my flowers and i and i already yep. said to john i said i don't want roses now he's known me for a long time he knows that i do not like red roses <laughs> so i'm like do not spend money on red roses do not get me roses on sunday do not because i don't like that right. and and you know i mean i roses are beautiful but i don't want or need them and i'd rather have if he's gonna get me flowers i love beautiful bouquets of things yeah but I'd rather him not spend the money on that day because it's triple the price. Yeah, it's ridiculous, yeah. <laughs> when we can get a beautiful bouquet two days later. But do you tell him what you do want, though? Um, he kind of knows. I just like, like, I always like nice dinners. Like, I like yeah. to have a nice dinner. Or um, back in the day when movie theaters were open, <laughs> I used to like to go to the movies. It was very simple. Yeah. Um, and and uh, this year I have a... I have a um, a business call smack in the middle of the day. So I know we will not be doing anything extravagant and going yeah. anywhere because I have a business call smack in the middle of the day. Um, so I won't be doing so, but like hiking, um, some, you know, we've been away on occasion. Like we were in Cabo San Lucas a few years ago on Valentine's oh, day. That nice. was very nice. Yep. And we didn't have to do anything because the resort did it all for us. Nice. Um, but yeah, so I don't, I don't expect like, I like a card. I'm not a chocolate eater. Even though I love chocolate, I really don't. I won't partake really. Right. So, um, you know, I don't. I don't need the box of chocolates. Um, so, um, yeah, jewelry if he wants to get it. But I'm not like, oh, get me something. Uh, yeah, I got enough. You know, so I'm very easy in that way. <laughs> so low maintenance. I think he would say that I'm low maintenance on that. But if he doesn't well, get good. me a card, I'd probably be. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so you know, the card has to be there. Just oh, so the cards. A card's the important piece. Yeah, and it's like, it's not even, it's more than, like what he writes. Yeah. You know, it's not even like the, it's like, hey, I'm just acknowledging you kind of thing. Yep. So, and even if he gave it to me on Saturday, it would still count for Sunday. And if you're listening, John, 
make sure it's still on Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> really? It's important so, that it's on Sunday? Exactly. Not really. Yeah. So, um, and then it's, well, it's, and it's interesting too, because see, for, um, there's a lot wrapped up emotionally around Valentine's Day for people in general, um, because it marks, sometimes people get broken up with, sometimes people, you know, get married. My parents got married on the day after Valentine's Day, so their anniversary is on the 15th, so really? their anniversary is on Monday. So that's always a loaded, that's a loaded double week. whammy yeah. deck for them, right? Yeah, because exactly, yeah. they've got Valentine's Day and the anniversary every year, so yeah. that's a lot. Um, and they've been married for a very long time, so that's a lot of, I remember growing up with a lot of combined bickering over not putting those days together. Yeah, your father <laughs> didn't think that through. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I don't think there was any of that thought back then. Yeah. Um, but so people have a lot, you know, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, built up in that whole day based on did someone recently pass away because it's about love and intimacy and connection? Right. Did, you know, a spouse die or a partner die during the year? And this is a mark. This is the first time. Through. It's like Christmas. You know, it's, yeah. it's any... Anytime someone's going through a first or it's a reminder of, you know, and I, and I have clients that, you know, they've broken up with someone on it. I'm like, why do you do that? Why would you do that? They're like, well, I don't want to lead them on. I'm like, okay, you couldn't have done it a week before or, you know, or they break up right afterwards and say, I didn't want to ruin your Valentine's day. So I waited till the day after. Like, don't do that to people, but people do that. So, you know, if you're planning to not be with the person after this weekend, don't wait until Sunday to do this, like, or, or Monday. Right. Like, just do it now. Like, say, uh, this isn't working. But people don't do that. People, like, get caught up in their, you know, oh, I'm trying to make sure they have an okay time. I don't want to hurt their feelings. It's better to hurt their feelings today, yeah. on Wednesday, than wait for a couple of days and do it on a day that has a marked association with it of love and intimacy. Plus, don't overestimate your acting. Right. They know what's going on. Right. You know, they know there's something, you know, something afoot. Something afoot. Yeah. Yes. Yes. None of that. The 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 thrashing about of pairing up in a yeah <laughs> in a uh, love making match in you know Roman times. Right. Oh my goodness. Um. So <laughs> so what are you doing for Valentine's Day, Lou? Put you on the spot. Are you doing anything? Dinner, as far as I know. Out or in? Out. Out. Yep. And there's going to be a card. And I spent to. Uh, I spent aboard the dog, so we're going to have a night without the dog. Oh, that would be fun. <laughs> it's going to be fun, but unfortunately I have the uh I have the serious shows all weekend, so we can't do, we can't do a trip. See, this is this is like I can't go away and do hiking all day on Sunday cuz right? So yep. See, it's just another day. Um so what do you think is probably like, because, you know, you have your friends and everybody. What do you think is probably the biggest struggle for people around the, this holiday that you see or hear? For guys, it's yeah. the um, it's the proper recognition. It's the pro- because it's, it's different for every woman. And it's like I'm concerned now, like when she brought this up, it was like, how about you board the dog? Like, take him up and, you know, take care of it and all that stuff. That'll be the gift to me for Thanksgiving. And it's like, that's not the gift. I mean, for, thank- for Valentine's Day, because that's not the gift. There's got to be more than that, right? Yeah. So dinner and, you know, I don't know if there's a gift. I don't know if you go jewelry because, um, you know, I don't know. It's different because every you don't know what lands for them and what constitutes recognition. Because some people, just the card and you're fine, right? Right. You know, just that's that's all they really need. But some people think it should be a little bit more, and it's like, and then often with men and women, you get into that exchange where, well, no, I'm not going to tell you. If I tell you, that's not a surprise. That's Yeah, it's not a surprise. And it's not, you know, put a little effort in. Try. And it's like, OK. Yeah. It's tough for men because they don't know the correct level of uh, acknowledgement and the correct way to do it. So so I so I I agree. <clears throat> and I have learned over the years, you know, because, you know, John has. I've gotten to know his quirks about the fact that John thinks because you get a gift, when I first was with him, you don't have to wrap it. So we went through the, and then when he realized that it's supposed to be wrapped, I would get things that for Christmas wrapped in Easter paper, birthday <laughs> gifts wrapped in Christmas paper. Sorry, John. Yeah. Um, you know, and then you know Valentine's Day gifts, he'd like keep it in the like the bag that it came in and and just tie like a ribbon around. Yeah. <laughs> so I've come to know that. 
it's not for lack of effort. It's just lack of knowing. And then he just tried. He he's more about giving the thing yeah. than doing the other pieces to it. I'm like, so see, like, this is perfect. Men wouldn't know that wrapping it is an important part of it. Right. Right. It's presentation. It makes you feel special. So if he goes somewhere and gets something and they gift wrap it for him, is that acceptable? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Well, to me. Yeah. Right. So, and in his case, I'd rather that happen because. Well, two things. I'd rather it happen because then I know it's going to be appropriately wrapped in the right seasonal paper. But on the other hand, I love the fact now I've come to love the quirkiness of the fact that I'm not quite sure what it's going to be wrapped in. Right. And sometimes it just comes like around the corner and handed to me just as the bear box. And he's like, I'm so excited to give this to you. I just want to give it to you now. I'm like, oh, you got away with not wrapping it. <laughs> See, and my Christmas wrapping, I've, I've given up the Christmas wrapping to the point I'm just doing bags with paper. Mm. Just put it in a Christmas bag and with, you know, red and green paper or whatever, and maybe a little decoration. Is that acceptable? Or do you have to wrap well, the gift? Well, so, so I don't know if all the women out there would agree with me, but so a psychological perspective on that would be mm -hmm. that that's the lazy way. Yeah. <laughs> well, then you, so, so it would be interpreted that it's, you know, in terms of like in more formalized relationships, that would be lazy. In more informal, like, colleagues, friends, like that would be fine just yep. because, right? Because that would be kind of normal. But when it's, there's an intimacy about the caretaking of how something's wrapped or given or presented yep. between a partner or between someone that you care about in that way. See, this is the thing that scares the living daylights out of men. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm, I'm here to help. I'm here to help enlighten I, all the psychology men, around this. Most men, and you can correct me if I'm wrong in the yes. comments, most men uh, are sitting there going, hmm, never occurred to me. Right. Yeah. Right. And it, and that's and so it's it's about the anticipation of understanding your partner and what they want and need. Yeah. So and that and that's kind of with anybody. Like if you even friends between I mean guys don't necessarily do that for guys in terms of like, you know, if they're in straight relationships, but if they're I mean certainly if we because I don't want to exclude anyone that's yeah. like in in a um gay um bisexual trans you know any of those sure. because that that's still those pieces are there right but when we're talking kind of the generalization of like intimacy partnerships you you want to anticipate what you what the other person expects and that's showing a sign of more connection to the person psychologically that if right, you knew you that can't... this was important to them but that's also a downside and i yeah. often say this in couples counseling with people is that the person next to you can't possibly know what you want unless you say what you want. They can't mind read. And you often hear, very common, is if you loved me, you yep. would know. And I always go, no, 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 no. Yeah. Because they don't know. And until they know, you, they don't. So you have to tell them. And then as a sign of love or affection, once they've known, then if they don't follow through, then you can be hurt or upset. But until yep. they know, they can't just possibly know that that's what you expect. Yeah, asking so, is frowned upon, though. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So it's so... And so, we don't think like each other. Exactly. And again, it's not a male-female thing. It could it's, be same-sex couples. We don't right. think the same. Right? Exactly. So yeah. it's super important to express what you want and what you need. And I'll, and so the other side of that is I get I have a couple clients, and I've had this over the years, that they that particularly women feel that if they have to say that, that that somehow makes them weaker or less and that they are ashamed to do that because that means that the person doesn't care about them or they should have known these things and right. therefore. So there's all this meaning that's really, really to the person that's feeling it about how they're raised and socialized and made to feel that you shouldn't have to ask. It should already be known. And it's like you, ha you have to be able to say, here's what I need. And not feel ashamed to say, that's not something I'd want, or that's not something I need, or that's, you know, I, I really want you to acknowledge this for me. But people can't mind read. So that's one of those yeah. um, defense mechanisms of, well, I'm mad at you for the whole day now because you didn't, you didn't know that I wanted this, and how could you not know that means you don't love me. Right. Or you don't care about me as much. And, and, oh, you're not paying attention. Or you're not paying attention. Now, here's the, here's the sticking point, though, is a lot of people, and this happens on either side, will hear what a person needs and still bypass it. Now that, and that is like, well, what happened there? What's the breakdown of communication is that you just don't care. You don't listen. It's just not important to you because if something's important to your partner, it yeah. may not be important to you, but that doesn't mean that it shouldn't happen. Just because something is, you know, kind of gets into that whole if communication. If it's important thing. to your partner, it should be important to you on some level. Right. Yeah. 
So, so it's, so it's kind of like when someone says, I, you hurt my feelings and the other person says, well, I'm sorry that I hurt your feelings, but I don't feel that way. And then they go away and as if it's like, wait a second. Yeah. Just because you don't feel anything, but you hurt my feelings doesn't mean this is done. Right. And that's what, it's the same kind of thing is like, well, if you didn't know what to give someone, but they told you, I would really like a card or I'd really like flowers and you just didn't do it. Well, then that's kind of saying to the person like, eh, yeah. what you asked for, what you needed didn't really matter, which translates in many people to you don't matter. Right. Because it's that cognitive behavioral. And not unfairly either. Right. Yeah. Right. So, so I'm always encouraging people, make sure up front you have your expectations laid out. If then they're disappointed, then you go back and say, this has been disappointing because I didn't get what I needed. Um you know, and obviously it's not like you can't say, well, you can't. You can say, I want a thousand dollar blah, blah, blah. Well, I mean, yeah. let's be reasonable. You know, something that's reasonable. But if, if every holiday you expect a card, if every holiday you expect a flower, if every holiday, make sure that that's known so the person knows. Um, and then don't get into the whole thing of like, well, I had to tell you. So therefore, yeah. it's not as important. Like, these are all the little traps that get into talk about the codependent gaslighting traps, right? So you got codependency wrapped up in it with a little gaslighting yep. because it comes emotional conflict and then sometimes abusive in, in loose terms that it's like, well, you, I'm going to be mad at you and now I'm going to restrict you from, you know, many different things, yep. right? Because you didn't do what I wanted or I needed. Yep. And so therefore I'm going to hold it against you. And then it turns into this very contemptuous withdrawal relationship. And this is... I mean, this isn't like in mental health issues for like extreme couples. This happens all the time. And I see this in my friends. <laughs> oh, I see yeah. this across the board. This isn't just like, oh, it's a mental health issue. This is a common miscommunication of what one needs. And I think that's one of the biggest fights that happen that I see over all these years of doing this on Valentine's Day in particular is that in birthdays. I think because there's special days to the person um, and women tend to get more caught up in at least in my anecdotal evidence, in Valentine's Day, that yep. it has to be special because it's an expression of love, that they get disappointed because their expectation is very, very high, but they never put it out there, what it is. They have this fantasy, yep. and then, you know, the guy comes in short, yep. and it's like, well... Well, men are ill-equipped for this holiday. <laughs> just ill-equipped because they don't... Men don't mind reading. And neither do women. But women are more intuitive. Yeah. Right? So. Yeah. But yes, men men are much if more you want concrete. to use that word? Yes. Men are, I say this all the time. People laugh. Men are dogs. And I don't mean it in a pejorative way. No, I, know I mean, what you mean men are very simple creatures, generally speaking. The other trap that you fall into in this holiday and birthdays and stuff in general is you have this fantasy of what the holiday should be and your man falls short of it and right. you let it pass. Right. And it doesn't mean you have to go nuts, but what'll happen is the men decides, well, this is fine. She likes this. It worked. Everything was great. And you do it a couple of years and that leads to the big blow up. It's like you walk into a keg of dynamite. It's like right. if you wanted a little bit more, have a non-threatening conversation and just right. tell them. Cause, exactly. Because the guy's just seeing that holiday where it went okay and he's thinking, okay, this, I'll is, just repeat this, that. this is the level. Yeah, that worked. So right. I'll, I'll do it again. Right. And then three years later, there's, you know, someone's throwing something at somebody. Well, it's interesting because, I mean, so I have multiple stories over the years, including in my own family, where there are people that give the same card over and over. The same card? The same card. How do you do that? How do you um, even find the same card? What well, do you buy, okay. like 10 the first year? And so so sometimes <laughs> I have had, I've known of people that have bought multiples of them and then just stashed them, no, right? No, really? I've had... A family member who I won't disclose who it is, but he reuses the card. Oh, my God. <laughs> and that didn't last for too many years, but it did finally get picked up on by family. Yeah. But that's the same card. Yeah. It's, not, it's not just the copy of the It's the same card. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, and I always love the one where, and I've seen this a couple times in stores, like the guy... You know, we'll pick up a card and say, look at this card. That's the one I would have gotten you for Valentine's Day, but now you've seen it, so you're good. No, no, that's just on TV. That doesn't happen. No, I've happen. seen that. <laughs> and I can, well, I can actually say, and I'll throw him right on, my dad has done that to my mother. So, but I've seen it actually. I was laughing a couple of weeks ago when I was in Hallmark, and 
and I saw a guy come in and he was laughing. Now, I think he actually went and got her a card anyway, but he made a joke about like, hey, here's your card. I got it for you already, you know? So, but, you know, people... You I remember know. doing that when I was really young, like like 17 or 18, with a girlfriend as a joke. You know, we were in like a CVS or something. We did it to each other. It's like, okay, this, here's your Valentine card. Pick it out. That type of thing. Right. But, you know, laughing and understanding the silliness of it. Yeah, see, so, but people do do that to each other and yeah. actually have it be serious and then it hurts feelings. Yeah. So, and I, like, I have a client that for, for a, a gift. Oh, and by the way, the other part about this yeah. is that's important is this holiday means nothing to men. Right. Well, means, to some men it does. Yeah, yeah. But it's few and far between. That's why I was saying it's more of a female, like it's a way of a female feeling or, or per, you know, there's people that are way more invested. I don't want to yeah. keep saying it's just females, but by and large, females care more about it in like the, in the heterosexual straight kind of like contemporary times. Yeah. Women much more invested in the holiday than men. Yep. You know, so the that, grumblings that creates, of men I see in the grocery store. That's I'm, the basic disconnect here. Right. The valuing of this, you know, I can't believe it means that much to them because it means nothing to me. Right. Yeah. Well, and you and you, and you see, like, you know, I'll see a couple references of like a couple of a of a husband or a, or a boyfriend saying, "But I buy you flowers like six times a year or ten times a year, and on Valentine's Day I didn't get you." So what's? It? Yeah, but it's Valentine's Day, yeah. and it's like none of the other times existed. And I point out, well, yeah, but ten times a year you've got roses or you got flowers or you got some yeah but it's not the same thing yeah so we have to establish that the so you know in session it's you know Susie really would prefer having flowers on valentine's day but what ends up happening there is Susie doesn't just want them on that day she wants all the rest too yeah. but she wants them on that day so it's but just the, establishing what is needed what she wants and what she needs there's another factor in that too yes that the woman is sitting there in her office and Three other dozen roses yes. have come into the, have been delivered into the right. office. Social comparison. Social comparison. Right. With people that you're with every day, and it, right. it, it's very clear. And so that, you know, that's something men have to be aware of as well. Right. And I and I think so. Great point too, because that I mean, I'm not sure how many people are in their offices working these days like that, but oh, what a what a um, in your face kind of hurt yeah. that happens in in a and the woman past. may not want the roses think it's ridiculous spending that kind right. of money to get roses delivered but you get into that situation where there's two or three people in your office who get them and you didn't yeah and then it becomes this thing absolutely yeah and it, and it's and then you're on the you know you hear mother I'm like oh they all got roses and they got flowers and I didn't and then then you have the fight between the couple of like well you know I didn't do that. I yeah. didn't send them to you. But yeah, so there's all kinds of interesting facets to this psychologically because there's so, it goes back to communication. I mean, really it comes down to what is the importance of this to you? Yeah. How does it, how does it feel to get nothing? Do we want to not do anything? Um, you know. Do you know the other important thing here besides communication? Yes. Is keeping this non-adversarial. Yeah. Because so, that situation we just described, it becomes a me versus you. Right situation, and solving these problems and avoiding these problems is usually a case of all right. We're going to take on Valentine's Day together. Right. You know, we're on the same team here. We're going to figure this out and make it work. Right. And so, so case in point, using myself, I mean, we had this conversation the other day. I said, "What are we doing this year?" Just I said, and I said, "I don't want to go out for dinner to any place where, like, I started the show." that's going to give me three choices. Yeah. I'm going to pay double the price, not and not by any means that I'm at all cheap, but I'm like I don't want to eat something that I don't want to eat and pay triple for it because ugh. and does the dinner itself have to be on Valentine's? No. Okay. No. Um it doesn't. So it's like that's yeah. what, and so I said that. I said I'd rather do something else or after my call on Sunday like we go hiking in the morning or go hiking in the afternoon or we go do something else. And then, yep. you know, it's not as big of a deal. But I was really clear that I had, because we're doing other things this year, we have other things going on. I'm like, I don't care. But I think that's really hard. I think when you have a good relationship, that's easy. Yep. But when you don't have the connection or the feeling of someone getting your back or knowing you really well, even if you've been married for 20 years and this is kind of a thing and you're repeatedly disappointed... That makes it harder for people because they still or have the expectation. They don't change their expectation around. They just keep hoping, you know, doing the same thing, hoping for a different result, but nothing has changed because no one has said, 
you know, this is really not working for me. And I'd really like to discuss this first because it gets in that thing that I said is, if I have to tell you, then it means you don't love me. If I have to tell <laughs> yeah. you, I don't want it because I've already, right. I've just said it and given you the cue. Yep. So it gets into that whole thing that's really socialized in us in the beginning. And it goes back to like the first couple years of life when we're taught shame and guilt. Yep. We, we, we know how to shame people. We know how to guilt people. And we know how to feel guilty and ashamed. So either asking or receiving or not, it all gets back into that really primitive core belief of worth. My self-worth is based on whether or not you predicted what I needed. Yeah. And, it, oh, and you see the heartbreak in it. And yep. that's, why val- that's why Valentine's Day is very crushing. And I think it's an important topic because it's really about, you know, seeing, talk about realistic, reasonable, and rational. The three R's. Really using them to say, is it reasonable, rational, and realistic to get upset yeah. all of a sudden on one day that 364 days around it, you're not upset about this, but on this one day because there was a miscue or you didn't say, hey, you know, I'd really like to do something. What do you want to do together? Um, because you want to feel special and the person on the other side didn't think of it or didn't want to think of it or whatever the reason was. Yeah. But there was no communication to really anticipate what was there. Because the setup, the communication is blocked because the setup there, again, I go back to adversarial or cooperative. Right. It's like, you know, it. this is a... this can tend to be a very adversarial holiday. Oh, completely. And that's and that's why the topic is today because it's it sets people up to fail. It sets people up for fights. I mean, I don't know if you've been out in in at dinners on holiday on on this ho- on Valentine's Day, you know, they've got the in days gone by, the tables were like packed together yeah. and you're sitting next to people and they're fighting. Like, you know, you can feel it and you're like, oh my gosh, we're in the (laughs) middle of like four couples that are screaming at each other because, because they're, and usually, I mean, I've been in those circumstances where I've heard like in the conversations are about what hasn't happened on Valentine's day, what didn't happen earlier, what wasn't going to happen later. Why did you not give me that? Like, oh, and you're just like, this is so awful. And so that's one of the reasons why I'm like, I'm not going (laughs) Even though it's very socially distanced, and I'm sure that we wouldn't have any of those conversations. It's just not, you know, I'd rather go to one of my old haunt kind of places and just have like a normal dinner that's not doing all that crazy stuff and being with people that do that. Um, But that gets into, hey, if you're going to go out and, and fight because these things are coming up, have the conversation beforehand. But it's really about people being able to put their ego down and put it in check to say, yeah. It's okay to ask for what I want and need. But it, it, that's tricky because there are ways to do it and ways not to do it. Again, right. going back to adversarial or cooperative, I mean, a conversation, any com- with, a good, with a good couple that is a safe space, you can sit down and have a conversation about anything and work it out. Right. But when you're adversarial, it's just like the person, you know, guys feel on the defensive almost immediately. Right. And there's, there's, there's no comeback for you know, most of these situations, it's just, I'm unhappy. Right. Well, and, and, and you have to, you didn't at, do enough. So Lou, I think in relationships, you know, you, you look at the couple, but you also have to look at the individuals, right. And how much, you know, if we really break it down, when you see the adversary moments, there's so much insecurity on both sides of mm-hmm. the individuals that each of the the adverse reactions are coming because the the actions and the pre-behavior setting up are leading to triggers that are triggering the insecurities that are then leading to the behavior of anger and fighting and all those things because both sides are having insecurities. Their ego is in the way, you know, ego is the reality manager. Like, you know, scenario, I'm the woman, you're the man, right? You didn't do this for me. Now the man automatically feels like he's failed. Yeah. So now the ego's crushed. So now the ego gets angry, or the ego gets sad, or the all the things that are managing, like oh my god, my my emotions right now. Now you've told your your partner that he's a disappointment to you. He's right. nothing. He's or whatever the interpretation is, and then and then you know maybe he says back, well, you know I didn't know and you didn't tell me, and and now you feel female. My ego's now like, I wasn't important enough. Now, yep. those are all things that aren't stemmed from each other in the relationship. Those are things that they're bringing in individually that would be there regardless. But this situation is now making adversarial right. because they're tapping into the core belief system of they both have vulnerabilities that you're not showing me that you care about me and you both failed each other. Yep. 
Michael and, Singer talks about it as touching your stuff. Yeah. And, you know, the situation just you touch the other person's sensitive stuff, the stuff right. that's really at the core of their ego and insecurity. Exactly. Yeah. So and and so there's there's nothing better to get to someone's ego on Valentine's Day by just ignoring like you just get right to the core of most people by most in most females very much so by not anticipating what they want yeah. or what they need. And the only way to truly know that is to say, what, you know, what do you want? Now that's also an adversarial conversation sometimes because yeah. a lot of times You're unhealthy to know. conversation yeah. comes up of, I don't want to have to tell you because you should know. Yep. That is not a good way to do this. That is, you're setting up your partner to just get devastated on the day of because if they don't know because you didn't tell them, eh, you know, it should just be that they should know. Well, no, you have to say, like, do you expect a piece of jewelry? Mm, you know, and if you say yes and you get something, great. If you say no and they don't and they, it's the, you know, you get the, well, I said no, but I really wanted it. You can't do that to someone because it's setting them up. You can't expect to get something off of it. And that. I'm guessing this goes back to Disney in a way. To Disney? Yeah. Okay. And Disney, it's all Disney's fault. And Disney-like things because when you ask, and I'll go from the male side because it's the only perspective I have. When you ask a woman what they want, do they want jewelry or whatever, and they may not know because what they're looking for is not necessarily the jewelry. They're looking for the courtship. Right. Because... So you got it. Yeah. It's you a, got it. They want to be courted. Right. And usually in relationships, especially marriages, you went through the courtship phase and you're out of the honeymoon phase. And so there's this one day of the year where the norm is, I want to be courted. Right. Right. And they may not know what that means to them. Right. 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 And that's where the uh, you should know comes in. Or it's not even what it is. It's just that you made the effort to do it. Exactly. Yeah. See, that was, so that's... Uh, You've got it. You should not make any mistakes, Lou. You'll be spot on <laughs> yeah. this year. Yeah. But it, it is. It's really, it's I mean, no, I think that's a... <laughs> no hope of that. <laughs> you've already failed, right? Yeah, it's yeah. like four days out, you're already, you're yeah. done. Yeah. I'll, I'll make sure I text you later and be like, are you yeah. okay? <laughs> but, but that is, it's truly about the feeling. It's like recreating that, that, the yummies, the emotional yummy to feel like you're, it's romance and it's love and it's, and you're you're still you know wanted desired sexy whatever it is but that is the, the courting of it is really it's not about the piece of jewelry maybe for some it is but it's really about that's why the gift wrap is important the, and the the effort yeah. into it is like because at the beginning of the relationship people would dress up and they'd smell good and they'd shower and brush their teeth and yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. and bring you flowers and you wouldn't have to ask and here's a day that you just want that same thing but why does it have to be so hard? Right. Right? Because people have gotten into the complacency but of the But it's difficult because some people, that's vague. They just want to feel like they're being courted. And right. some people have a very specific uh, manifestation of what that's like. Right. It, it's got to be the flowers. It's got to be chocolates. And it's like you don't, you don't care about flowers and chocolates. And, you know, s some women do. And, you know, because that's the personification. Again, the flower Disney. showing up at office. At right. the office. Well, Disney or Hallmark or whatever right. whatever it is. Yeah. Right. But the way we were brought up it's the fantasy. with what courtship is. Right. It's the yeah. fantasy. It's the it's still the it's even though, you know Or all those episodes about Valentine's Day we saw on T V with the Dick Van Dyke show or right. whatever and whatever it was that stuck with you as what Valentine's Day should look like. Should look like, right. Yeah. Right. And so I mean I think that the Disney reference is actually somewhat accurate in that there's the fantasy that's created in the visual field that's that touches on the emotional side the ego the reality manager of the female of what they could have because they're looking at the screen going oh that's out there <clears throat> and that's yeah. not you know always the way it is and people really love to romance that romance and that becomes their go-to as the expectation and, and it's very hard for a lot of people to ever even close come to, close to meeting that so going back to the thing about like, oh, it's the beginning of the relationship uh, and people will bring that up. I say two couples, I'll say, go back to the beginning of the relationship. What was something that you did then? Yeah. Re repeat that. Do that on this day. Repeat that. And, and usually the couple wonder, they'll be like, yes, let's do that. Because that's speaking to the courtship. It's, it's going back and saying, yeah, I love that. That was wonderful. 
I'm going back because it creates the feeling, it creates the emotional adrenaline rush, the endorphins, the the fantasy feelings, like even the sexuality, all those pieces come together yep. and that makes it so much more fulfilling and the adversarial piece can drop out a little bit more because that goes away. But when we're talking about people who are on their own and alone, obviously, yeah, that's why I say, you know, because you know, there's a lot of people that are alone. And so this holiday is really painful. That's why I'm saying, you know, you don't have to have a partner. You don't have to have all that. Treat it like another day yeah. and really, you know, makes, you know, do something nice for someone else, pay it forward to someone else. Cause it's a kind, it, you know, just think of it as a kind day. It's a, it's a loving day to do something nice for someone or pay someone's coffee in line for Dunkin' Donuts or, um, you know, get a flower and give it to some, like any random person. Cause that's still, important if you're not in a relationship it's a good day for intention it's a good day to yes. to decide what you're going to do with that day right what? how am i going to live this day to make it happy yeah. and fulfilling for me because that the pressure is there and it doesn't have to be that you're in a relationship and it doesn't have to be a reminder that you're alone and by the way it can be self-care too right you know, just wind up a couple of horror movies and just go at it Slasher movies? Some horror movies. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah, I would not sit around and watch like Bridget Jones's Diary <laughs> or Valentine's yeah. Day, the movie, or, yeah. you know, all those movies. Yeah, there's this, there's this whole, with these feelings, you have to process them. Suppressing them isn't good. You have to kind of live with them, but you don't have to dive into them either. There's, there's a fine line about how you how you deal with it. Yeah, I, I do not recommend that you should have a, a whole bottle of wine and sing all by myself. <laughs> All by myself. Watch Hallmark all day. Yes, I don't think you should be doing that if you're alone because it's not healthy for you. But people do that. They wallow in it because they get the pities and the self-pities and the woe is me's. And that is not good for you. Not good for you. So I say, hey, go get yourself a massage, right? Yeah. Um, and all the massage places are up and running beautifully. Um, or, you know, go out and just do something fun for yourself. Like it's just another day. Yep. So, okay, before we end the show in a couple minutes. Yes. I'm going to transition here for a second. So, you know, I'm still wearing it today. So, I'm, you know, as I'm part of the human baton as the yes. performance um, manager or the performance manager advisor to the athletes and the, and the um, yep. human baton itself, um, I'm going to be having in the next few weeks some of the athletes come on. Oh, and excellent. so it's going to be very exciting. And so I have um, Calvin Evans is going to be joining us in a couple weeks. Um, and he is a veteran, um, retired, you know, retired and he's works in youth programs mm -hmm. and he's a fantastic athlete. Um, he's got lots of really cool things to talk about in, in general of some of the programs he does and he's fantastic and he's part of the human baton now and he's lots of fun to talk to and he's great and he's done all kinds of cool shows and done other things on TV. And yep. so he'll be fun. And then I'll have a couple other people coming on here and there in the next few weeks um, as we go through, because I want to introduce them and also talk about some really cool things that other people can get involved in um, around the country remotely, because I'm always looking for people during the pandemic to have like other things to do yep. to help along kind of other causes that people want to be jumping onto. But in particular, this one um, being, uh, veterans and so veterans needing more access to athleticism recreating that feeling of excitement in their life right. helping others especially young people um, giving back that way and and then probably down the line here I'm going to be also having um, a man by the name of Captain Barrington Irving he's very exciting he's he has a show um, that he does called the Flying Classroom and he's you can look him up he's yeah. very cool he's one of the I'm going to get this wrong because he has so many accolades but he he's <laughs> I think the first African-American man to fly around the world in his own built plane, hand-built plane. Wow. I'm probably mixing up some of those pieces because he's done a whole bunch of different things. But don't quote me on all that. I just know yep. that there's, like, these amazing things. And I've known him now for um, the last year. And he has a great show that he does. And what he does is he puts back into the community. Um, uh, he helps children, um, basically, from, like, kindergarten up to high school, um, he builds core classrooms online and on video and in digitally and in person to help kids know the technology behind why, like, a boat moves the way it does or why a plane flies the way it oh, does nice. or why a drift car goes the way it does. Or, yeah. And so, and then he helps them build by giving model 
um, understanding of the concepts, whether it's water, fire, whatever, air, and then he mentors them through these things, and it's it's very cool. And so then he just had like a student get a job at like NASA and like all these things. So it's really great. And so sometime down the line here, he'll be joining us as well and a couple other people too. So excellent. But they're all affiliated with the Human Baton, and I think they have some. Do we awesome. have a release date for this? What? Do we have a release date for this yet? Um, for the human baton, yeah, we don't. So, so <clears throat> it's so it's. Let me just explain it really quick. So, it's not an actual show. It's mm. a race franchise experience. Okay. So, so it's going to be on a platform online, the thb dot live. Yep. Um, and then, but it's you know race franchising experiences that you're going to be able to see online. Okay. So the actual release date of the whole platform, which we're still beta testing right now, the of the platform will be out. Within this year, because oh. we're behind because of the yeah. because of COVID, yeah, who knew? we're a little behind on that. Yeah. But we are we are picking up the speed on getting some of that done, as you know, and um, it's very exciting. Um, but if people want to know about it, I'll remind them that you can go to thb. So t is in the human baton. Thb dot live mm-hmm. is the platform, and thb dot rocks is where you can go and find out all about it in general as the informational. Um, but uh, it's very exciting, and I want you all to join because these these people I'm going to have on as guests are fantastic, and they have lots of, lots to offer out in the world. So Keep showing up every week. We'll update you Yes, what's coming up. Yes. So for all of you out there that are going to have a wonderful Valentine's Day with your partner, make sure you communicate well and ask for what you need and want. And if you don't, well... We'll see you I'll, be, next I'll week. be talking to you on my couch next week. <laughs> um, and uh, and everyone have a fantastic week. Lou, you have a great Valentine's Day. Thank you. You too. Thank you. And I'll see you all next week. <laughs>